0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Welcome to the Fringe of It. You just took my line. Episode number thirty-seven. <laughs> welcome back. A slick start to the new year. I mean, it's
2: literally February.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, okay, well, (laughs) a belated start to the new year from us. We have taken a bit of a prolonged break.
2: Yeah, we weren't planning on taking such a break. We were planning on recording two weeks ago, but the January blues just took hold and I, I I didn't want to talk to anybody. Let alone me. Yeah, I, I felt bad because um, January, you know, you need as much to get you through it as possible but I felt I didn't have anything I, I could contribute. I think I went the other way
1: but I felt like as soon as it hit February I feel a little bit more together.
2: Yeah, but colder.
1: Colder but more together. Yeah,
2: no, I, I know what you mean. I don't Believe know if... it or
1: not, actually, judging from the start of
2: this podcast, <laughs> like I am more together. The only reason we're laughing so hard is because we've just found a button on the recording system that whacks the volume up. By fifty percent and and basically it's taken us a year to find it.
1: So for everyone that commented on iTunes saying that sound is squiffy, don't worry, we got your back, we realised it's not that hard.
2: Well, the sound still could be squiffy, but you know. But I feel like We are less
1: accountable for it now. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, we found the volume button, we've literally done everything that we can.
1: And it's all thanks to our wonderful, well, producer today, Carrie. <laughs> Hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we we have a third wheel which I'm very pleased about. We're in Covent Garden I've got a swanky pad for the night.
1: Oh my god, I've never stayed anywhere like it's like like Carrie Bradshaw pad. Well, yeah, I mean it's, it it's a nice flat but it's the location.
2: I mean, how central are we? It's
1: literally next to I, I mean, it's on Henrietta Street, so it's right by the market. And like, essential as it gets, really.
2: And I just opened Deliveroo. And I, I can't believe the choice. Didn't you Google the dessert places? Oh, Google. And, can you Google on Deliveroo?
1: But searched. And, and you got 85 dessert 80, places. And the co-op deliver. The co-op. So you could get, like,
2: Pringles delivered. Well, I'm out of milk. We have no milk in this wonderful apartment. So I'm, I'm this close to getting co-op milk delivery. But
1: I feel like we want to utilise everything. We want main, dessert, afters, like, a cheese board. We can get that. I mean
2: I'm excited but how have you been anywhere apart from the January can't even talk the January mes
1: <laughs> the January mes yeah do you know what? I've been good busy January a lot... you've
2: been all over the place it's
1: been quite a bit like fair bit of travel which has been really lovely but also quite exhausting quite a powerful way to start the year jetting off I feel very lucky to do it I started if I went to Verbier where is that it's in switzerland thank
2: you yeah and i didn't even want to sound stupid and say where is that
1: yeah i no, you know but i i didn't know i thought it was in france for a while yeah um, i mean you said it that is the, that is a classic
2: charlotte line and i'm glad that you said it
1: you're welcome um but yeah it was really lovely i went with carrie the producer <laughs> hello <It's me> again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it was beautiful we stayed in this gorgeous gorgeous hotel which was super like wes andersony super like grand budapest and it was just such treat. I went skiing.
2: Yeah. Which... Tell me all.
1: Um, not my thing, actually. Not my not my not my expertise. Is that your
2: first time on the slopes, as they it say? It was my
1: second time, but I don't oh. think I mean second time is in the first time I was like on the baby bit, and second, I was on the baby bit as well.
2: I do want to go skiing because the après ski, as I think I've said before, sound like looks incredible. Melted cheese, what's not to like? I even saw and I think Megan Ellaby went skiing, and she was that like, having a bit of a party in her ski suit, like oh, wow. d- like a disco, and I was like, well, that looks fun.
1: That does not look like my experience. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> Just... what, what do you have? What I mean, what happens when you've got skis on your feet for the first time?
1: It's weird. I mean, Carrie, I'm going to bring Carrie into this because it was Carrie's first time on the slopes as it well. It was indeed. How did you find it? Do you know what? I thought it would be
3: scarier than it was. Yeah. it Because cause... the idea of just kind of sliding down a mountain, I don't know, it, do- it doesn't call to me, but... Um... <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't
2: it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's... Did you get going at any point? Because I saw a lot of like sidestepping on
1: Instagram. Like, yeah, um... do you
2: know what? It was mainly that.
3: So. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would say get going would be a very kind way of expressing what happened. And um, we did go sledding though. We were we went out for dinner one evening and we were right at the top of this mountain and they were like, we're actually sledding back, and the horror! Like all through dinner, all in I the could, dark, in the dark, all I could think of was like, oh my god, I'm, how am I getting home? Like, I didn't want to overindulge in case, like, if I needed the loo on the way down. You can't just pull over.
2: (laughs) Yeah, how long was the sledding ride? 20 minutes. Oh, wow. That's not just, like, get down to the bottom quickly, like a slide. That's, like,
1: a real commitment. So, Mm. yeah, that happened in January. Also went to LA, which was...
2: Yeah, much, much more up all yeah. of our streets I yeah, Yeah, which was
1: lovely um, and then also I think it's worth mentioning we went for a fancy pedicure oh we did didn't we which I was like I thought we should share because it was probably the, the fanciest thing
2: was that was that the first Sunday of January
1: yeah maybe the 9th yeah
2: Specifically, Dear Diary, but I think it, I think i um, I planned too many nice things too early in January because I was like the January blues aren't going to get me, too soon. and yeah, and quite frankly, it was downhill after that because we went to Columbia Road, which I haven't been to for so long. Um, and it was great. Went to Lily Vanilla's, ate a lot of pastry, a lot of cake, had a great time. And then we went to the Ned. Oh, and we were probably the last people on Instagram to go to the Ned. I oh, it's think. really
1: nice. <laughs>
2: it was it was worth the wait. Understatement
1: of the year. Yeah, it was really nice.
2: It was. Um, I googled it. It was a. It was the headquarters of the Midland Bank, in the night and built in the nineteen twenties. Wow. And then it's been refurbished and What What has it got? Seven different restaurants.
1: Oh, it feels like you're in like Vegas or somewhere where you're walking. So there's just like an abundance of things going on and you're like blinking like this is amazing. And on Sundays, I don't think it's just Sundays actually, they have music, um, like a live band, and it felt like we were in Mrs. Mason, which well,
2: I was Oh, oh we well, we'll get on to T V in a second. How am I? I'm fine. What have I been up to? I've been to Bath, that was lovely. Um <laughs> let's move on to Telly Talk
1: just like I cannot wait to talk about TV I thought that was a very indulgent what has Liv been up to this <laughs> month no it's
2: fine next next weekend or next weekend whenever we meet hopefully I'll have done some interesting things Okay,
1: you're like hopefully it'll be less about you
2: <laughs> TV is pretty much been getting me through this cold weather because it's got to that time of year now Christmas is great um but then when Christmas is over I feel like it gets
1: really cold and leaving the house you're like mm,
2: should I? Should, like, should I really?
1: It was the first time I'd had a period of time that I had nothing in the diary. That I was like, I can watch a series. I can watch things that people talk Like You talk, people talk about. Mrs. I like, Maisel.
2: I can't believe it's taken you this long to watch oh. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I was so excited when I saw you were going in. Oh,
1: do you know, I, I love it. Do, have you watched both series now? I've got about three episodes left. I knew you wouldn't have finished it. I know, but <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Cause so many people I've spoken to have been like, that. the fondness put them off.
2: Yeah, the font is terrible. Actually, on um, the like the little yeah. preview thing, the font's terrible. It really
1: does not do it justice, which is such a shame. But Isn't
2: I... it cerise? I think that's the problem.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if it's. I think there's a lot of things. When
2: was the last time cerise was in fashion? I think it's like cerise with the purple trim. Oh, yeah. curious.
1: Yeah. But um, I love it. I, even the soundtrack I've been listening to lots of Peggy Lee recently. Oh, it's
2: so good. And and oh, actually know I was going to ask you where you stand on something, but I can't because you've not watched all the episodes.
1: Right. So, Interesting. Okay. Until
2: next time. Until
1: which I will definitely have finished, but I feel like we've both got so much T V to get through that we can definitely glaze over there.
2: I, I have literally at home got an imprint of my bum on the sofa. I like, thought
1: you were gonna hold your hands up there and go, I'm literally shaking <laughs> with excitement. No, I was
2: I was I was doing a little kind of outline of the curve of my bum and, and it's and it's imprinted on the sofa. It's been really bad. It's the binge watching has been
1: Do you wanna go first? Cinnamon? Well,
2: should we just kind of do tennis?
1: um so i'll start
2: i finished brooklyn 99 it was incredible i had such withdrawal symptoms from it but luckily i found sex education on netflix which initially again i was put off about because i thought in my mind it was like an american pie like american university and i just thought i was too old for that i was like i've seen american pie probably if i watched it now it's horrendously homophobic and just awful, but anyway, it's not like that at all, it's set in the UK, and it's set in like a weird time, like you don't really know when it's set, they have mobile phones, but there's not much else to kind of like tell you what the time is, but I did find out actually, because it's set in this amazing like big old building, and it's, and it's set in Newport Wales, and, and the scenery is incredible, so you're kind of, <laughs> I'm nodding along because I just finished watching Sex Education, um,
3: and it was really good. Did, really loved it. Were you surprised? Did you think it was going to be that good? I didn't really have any preconceptions other than seeing lots of people talking about it on Twitter. Do hype TV shows
2: put you off? Because I. If, if it's. A like, little bit. Yeah, that's why I didn't yeah. want to watch it. Yeah. And then I watched it and was like, oh, you do this to yourself every time. Cut your nose off to spite your face. I always
1: do that. That's why I've not watched like Game of Thrones or many things. Many, many things. <laughs> or Game of Thrones or everything. Else. <laughs> it it was really good and I really liked the characters as well. Um,
2: Eric was my personal personal favorite. Do you know the who I love? Gillian Anderson (laughs) oh my god it took me like three episodes to realise it was Gillian Anderson I'm obsessed with Gillian Anderson I can't believe it took me that long will I like this yeah yeah, it's it's not too hard going Um, and it's not as cringy as you think it's going to be either because I just thought it was going to be like loads of awkward I mean there's awkward sex in it but it's not like that's not the main focus it's I kind of I probably still wouldn't watch it with my parents but I think oh no do not do no. not watch it with your parents
3: are okay,
1: you saying that like my parents are going to come around and watch it I, I don't know <laughs> yeah no saying that it's like, that could definitely happen yeah no <laughs> I feel
2: like that could happen because I nearly um, suggested it to my mum and then I remembered the first episode and I was like no 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 no. oh, um, oh that's what I was going to say Gillian Anderson's house is incredible she has William Morris wallpaper um, there's vintage Urcole furniture and then she's got nice rattan I was just very much <laughs> (laughs) That's part of the styling
3: of the whole thing. It's just like it's an homage to those films that we all loved from the 80s and the 90s. And it's just kind of a big amalgamation of all of that.
2: Yeah, it was so good. And it left it wide open for series two as well because I did kind of want whatever happens at the end that I will try and be vague about. I wanted it to be all wrapped up in a bow, but it definitely needs it wide open for series two. And Which is good, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy if it was out tomorrow, to be honest. That would really sort mm. me out. Definitely watch it, Liv. I think I you'd do. really like it You'll and like report it.
1: back. Okay, that's good. Okay, we'll watch that then. I feel like I'm actually quite motivated with things like Netflix at the moment I'm, I'm so behind on everything what, what else have you been watching on Netflix I've watched nine things oh nine nine, not just, nine <laughs> things not just Netflix okay I'm gonna have to go through these quite quickly because it felt like there's some weeks on the podcast I don't watch anything and I'm like oh First Dates is on again whereas this week I'm like how much can I fit into a very small section um, side note
2: First Dates is back
1: on Thursday yeah Thursday
2: the 14th yeah just, hit me with your Netflix shows.
1: I verbal first thing I watched was the Fire Festival documentary
2: oh I couldn't watch it right. no the anxiety from watching the tra- trailer was too much
1: it was it was a shocker like i i remember seeing things on twitter and thinking well that's quite bad not like this it just it was i was in awe like in in shocked awe not impressed awe. but just like how people can have that bravado to just pull like not pull off something like that but have the gusto to almost prevail with something that bad is Speechless. I'm never speechless. Obviously,
3: <laughs> there are some real jaw-dropping moments. Have you Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. no, I couldn't
2: watch it. The ne- flix one, not the Hulu one.
1: Yeah, like there are two. Oh, are there? Yeah, like yeah. it's not anxiety-inducing. It's no, shocking. I know no. I
2: just I watched the trailer. That's so not. I I would just have an actual meltdown. Okay, well, you're
1: gonna love the next thing that I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I started
2: watching Luther. Oh, no, 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 not for me. Have you watched Luther Carey? Yes, I've watched fully in- Carey's fully involved in this episode now, by the way. I watch a lot of TV. I yeah. Watch a lot of TV. And we're already in your genre of TV, which is... Yeah. How would you describe the that? Scary. Do you know
3: what? I... Yeah, I love true
2: crime. I love crime.
1: All the, crime. All the crimes. <laughs> all,
2: the crimes. No, all the crimes. All no, the crimes. murders. Luther. Luther... Um, I kept seeing people on Instagram being like, how can I sleep?
1: I haven't um, watched the newest series. It's worth stressing that because I feel like I'm still very behind, but... I, I think I must have watched the first series before because I kept remember, remembering things, but it was just, oh, I was just like, oh, it's really nasty. Like, you wouldn't like it. No, no, it's absolutely
2: not for me. Your verdict, Carrie?
3: I can't say the last season, the latest one that just finished recently, was my favourite. Um, I think most the thing I found most entertaining about it was spotting places in london that i knew
1: oh yeah joe which... joe is the worst for this like if we're watching something on tv that's set in london what were you watching the other night and he literally was just like this is what jack does and he's like oh that, that's so and so and i'm like no it's not And I was not. like, no, no. no it's not and i was like why don't you just watch me like you'll pause something preoccupied and he's by... like miles away and yeah. he's like oh that's the crossing between you know <laughs> Regent street and oxford street and i'm like okay
2: thanks for your <laughs> input
1: <laughs> i mean i get i get that satisfaction as well God knows I do, but no, I, Joe would love doing that as well, like, location bingo. See, where, I don't know if he's giving
3: anything away, I don't think it is, where a murderer was in this was around the corner from my old house, oh, and no. I was like, that's,
2: that's pretty mad. I walk past that house the all, all the series. time. In the new series.
3: Oh. Indeed. No,
2: absolutely not for me. I've got goose pimples in a bad way just thinking about watching Luther. No. Yeah, there's one particular episode that I think people have a
3: problem with where... There's a man under a bed.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. I mean, on. if it's the bed I'm next to, you can't fit anything under it.
2: Can we please? Let's, can we please? Okay, move shuffling on.
1: on um, other TV that I've watched, um, the rest of films, I watched the Torvald Dean drama. <gasps> oh, loved that. Loved it. I was,
2: I, this is how silly I can be sometimes. I saw the trailer, but thought it was for like a film that was coming out in the cinema. Oh my God. And I was like, Jack, I think I'm. Um, also, one of the TV channels has done a thing on Torvald and Dean. I was like, how funny <laughs> that they're both coming out at once. And he was like, no. That's the same thing. No, that's the same thing. Um, I loved that. I really loved I love they
1: showed the Bolero in full. Oh, it was fabulous. Oh, it was. Oh. Like, I've been listening to the Bolero song and just sitting on my floor, bending backwards. <laughs> um, have we had this discussion? I hate ice skating. I hate it. I think, I feel like that's a conversation we've had. Not on the podcast.
2: Yeah, but. I absolutely hate ice skating. You hate ice skating. I too. do hate ice skating. I've got a phobia of it. I think someone's gonna slice my fingers off.
3: I don't have a phobia. I just don't you get... see the point in going round in a circle, avoiding small children that are kind of <laughs> you know rushing into my feet. Like I just, I don't know. I don't see why.
2: Yeah. No, it's not for me. What? How do you feel? Where do you? I don't mind doing it. I,
1: I wouldn't rush to do it. If it was like, oh, would you rather sit and watch telly or go ice skating? I'd be like.
2: I think by, like, the judge of this podcast, I think if anybody has to do most things or watch telly, <laughs> our answer would be, we'll watch telly.
1: That is true. I mean, I don't mind ice skating. I think after your second lap, it can get a bit repetitive, unless you get the hang of it.
2: No, I after, I had six weeks of ice skating lessons. At school, it was like an option of PE. Stop it! And I did not go to a posh school, so it wasn't like that. Um, but for some reason, they were like, ice skating, and I was like, yeah, that sounds less worse than pe no i'd rather do pe because i didn't leave the side in six weeks i would have loved
1: that i would really fancy myself as a jane torval well i thought that i thought the costumes were fantastic oh yeah sometimes i just think like oh oh, i need a shiny pair of tights and a leotard and i'm there
2: yeah no do it i'm (laughs) i'm into it i'll come and cheer you on Um, and and then i got like heavily into researching them afterwards oh yeah i think apparently they did have a have a snog Oh, yeah. Um, and then that was I'm, it. I do
1: find it surprising they're not together. Yeah. But maybe that's
2: just be because I'm just. No, like, I think oh, he can't
1: a... be platonic. He's, he's Well, not... no, yeah,
2: well, what does that say about us? He's had a couple of wives, I think. Oh. But yeah, they had a snog and just moved on.
1: Wow, good for them. What was it on? Was it on Channel 3? Yeah, ITV. Channel 3.
2: <laughs> that, is that a thing?
3: <laughs> maybe
1: in the 70s. <laughs> channel 3!
3: <three. laughs> we've actually transported back to the 70s. We've <laughs> got
1: channel 1, channel 2, channel 3. It is three. the
2: third channel. It, well, you're not
1: wrong. Uh, it is ITV. It's
2: channel 3. Well, well, now I'm going to tell you something else I've been watching. And um, I have been um Grace and Frankie the new series, watched it, done it, finished. Um my mini review is I didn't think since neither of you have watched it um I didn't think it was as good as other series and I thought Frankie in particular like did some weird stuff that was just out of character for if anybody that's watched it will will understand you're both staring at me like what what is she saying um but there was there was a wedding in it and um, they just had the best glassware and and I couldn't stop staring at it or that was right, your the en-
1: biggest takeaway from the series. From
2: the entire episode, because um, me and Liv were going to do a whole wedding podcast, but we keep talking about it. Which like, we
1: will. No, I know That's- we will. It's fine. Oh, I thought you were getting rid of it. It's next week, by the way.
2: Um, but we, we're going to talk about all these things to do with weddings, and I keep arguing with myself about how much I want to spend on glass hire and cutlery hire, and during this episode of Grace and Frankie, I couldn't take my eyes off
1: the glassware. It was exquisite. It makes you realise, doesn't it, like how much you focus you put on it when you want to and how little focus you can put on it when you don't actually care because you're like it's not okay what was your glassware like Carrie? Well, yeah what, what was your glassware like wedding. at your wedding? Do you remember? Not, not a clue
2: Yeah Okay no, it's fine. perfect that yeah. says it all Um, and then the current thing that I am binge watching after Brooklyn Nine-Nine because basically what happened was I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine then binge watched Sex Education and then was high and dry I was like, I I don't know what to watch now. And then somebody, quite a few people suggested The Good Place, which is made by the same people as Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I'm on series three. We've watched pretty much three series nearly in less than a week. It's embarrassing. Is it really good? It's mind-blowing. Like, they just, like, tear up the plot line. Have you seen it? I've seen the first season. Yeah, but if you watch season three, it's nothing like season one. Right. Like, it's... You just literally like your jaws on the floor. It's not quite Game of Thrones-esque, as in they kill people off like, um, like that kind of surprise. Is but... it
1: really gripping then?
2: Yeah, because it's really fast-paced. It's like a twenty-two-minute episode, okay. um, and it's it's really good. And um, Jamelia Jamil's in it, and I've never seen her act. And at first, her character, you're like, no, I can't watch this, and because uh, you think it's quite annoying, and because she's terribly posh, um, and then you really get into it. And then there's Ted Danson as well, which. It's really good. I'd suggest like watching go. it. Twenty two minutes an episode, and yeah, yeah,
1: that's like you can do two in an hour. <laughs> you can do three. In an hour. <laughs> you can do
2: three in an hour. I've literally ca- well, actually, just over, an just hour. over, mass- um, mass- but slash. we are we are cruising through that. And then after that, I, I might have to get a hobby that isn't watching TV. Cause yeah, it's, well, it's intense. Wait till you
1: hear my recommendations. Um, what else you got? So, last TV show I've got is Flirty Dancing.
2: Oh, I was watched... hoping you'd give me the highlights. No, I've not had chance to watch it, but I knew you'd tell me everything I needed to know. So I,
1: I just, it, it, all clue was in the name. I was like, like dating shows, dancing, the 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 play on words of dirty dancing. I was like everything. <laughs> ding, ding ding, sings to me. So. I only watched one. I've only watched one episode, but I really liked it. But like, me and Joe kind of got quite into it to the point where like, where can this go? Like, what is going on?
2: So what happens? How, like, how many so couples? So basically, there's a
1: couple. There'll be, I think it's like two or three couples an episode. Mm. But basically, they both get trained to be like to dance this certain dance, like choreograph this dance, and they're both taught it with a different partner. And then they're put in like a location and they dance it together. And that's their first meeting. Oh, no. So basically, like, it might start with, like, the man behind the woman. And he will come up to her and then maybe put his hands on her hips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can tell
2: by Carrie's face as well. That is mine and Carrie's idea of the worst nightmare.
1: For example, she might then spin it
2: round. Oh, no.
1: I no. have to continue this dance do they make and, it
2: through the dance yeah most
1: Yeah, but, like, I've only ever seen people that have made it through the dance but and then like I think it's on it's on in about 40 minutes so you can definitely watch it and just,
2: fabulous
1: but like it's just like such a bizarre thing and you always feel like you're there watching it because you're just like this is so
2: weird and then do you have any like what happens afterwards do you, do you I see I think they then that? go on
1: a date afterwards but then like, they kind of like yeah have another like drinks where they kind of like go oh so hi my name's Barry and I'm like I'm a teacher but you know and then I'm they so kind of Odd. Yeah, it's odd. So peculiar, but
2: but gripping. I I love an odd premise. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm really up for watching that in 38 minutes. Yeah, I know. So I I specifically want a man that doesn't
3: dance oh I think God. I don't find it
2: attractive oh really 100% Harry by the way is just throwing a whole new dimension into this podcast <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's nice to have a different perspective Because we mean you'd be like oh
2: wouldn't you
1: have a man that could oh, dance well, you you not think of all? anything better
2: than a man that could dance Miguel
3: starts that's my husband Miguel starts wiggling his shoulders <laughs> Like stop straight away! Stop, not attractive. No, Absolutely but what hate about
2: if he could, you know, pull out a dance like John Travolta? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, not and like properly, it, con-
1: properly control the dance, oh. like spin you around.
2: yeah like Patrick that? Swayze. Yeah, yes, like throw you me. in the air. Uh, no, I
1: don't find when it they go in
2: and yeah, it's like, a like, like I'm like, a love, man. Oh, oh, dah-da-da. Like a bit of
3: hip, you know. Yeah,
2: do you even know what we're doing?
3: I have seen dirt <laughs> <dance> <laughs> like this. Yes. <laughs>
2: I have. But no. not for you. No, not for me, I'm afraid. Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing, I know. Oh, every day of the week. As my friend would say, on the hour, every hour. <laughs> on the hour, every
4: hour. Interesting,
2: no. controversial. It's no. nice to have different opinions but on I the podcast. I respect it. Yeah, we, we both respect your opinions. I can't wait for you to get to the end of your
1: list. Okay, I've got five films coming up. Oh, wow. Oh, my <laughs> can, you, can you believe it? Since Christmas, I've watched five films. I haven't I watched five films all of Lush. I think we should ban telly talk I next week. I watched Mamma Mia five times. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be quick, because I feel like I've literally spoken about telly for 20 minutes. No, it's fine. And then what I got up to. That's literally, it's literally been like Liv talks about telly and herself. Um, go on. Okay. First thing I watched was Mary Poppins. Loved it. Really, really Took me it. a while to get into it, though. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think you've got to
2: go in... I, and you just you just forget about the other Mary Poppins. You just got to forget about it.
1: Yeah, I think if you're com- if you're comparing it, yeah, my experience.
2: my bit the the turning point was I can't remember the song now, and people are going to be screaming at me. But when they go into the the pottery worlds, and then they're on the stage. <laughs> Do you know which one I mean? I've never seen Mary Poppins. This isn't Mary Poppins. This is Mary Poppins. What is it? I've not oh, seen no, Mary he's... Poppins too. It's not called Mary is Poppins it not? too. The return. The return of Mary
3: Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins comes back.
2: <laughs> right, hang on. I've not what? seen
3: either of them.
2: Where's Mary she Poppins returns. Where's she been, Mary Poppins? <laughs> yeah, Mary Poppins returns, not Mary Poppins two. And you're
1: looking for the pottery song now. <laughs> the
2: pottery song, yes. Right, hang on, two moments. The Royal Dalton Music Hall. Oh, a cover is not the book. That was the turning point for me.
1: It's all like the guy. Who's the guy that plays? Um, is it Jack? Very like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, when Burt came out, I, I, yeah, I got a bit bit welled up at the end I there. Know. Can you believe it? 90, what is he, 96 and dancing on that table? Oh,
1: really good. Did he um, do the
2: accent? Yeah. Yeah, did. he did. He Was literally... it any
3: better than the first time?
2: Mm, I mean, he's oh, 96 way. years old. <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll um,
2: and then my other great song that I'm just trying to... Double double check is triple little light fantastic. Oh
1: yeah, triple little light fantastic with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you've not
2: been singing it more. To be
1: honest, I, I think because I've only listened to it once. Sometimes it takes me a couple of times, and then like a light switch goes off. And you
2: then... are incredible at remembering songs. It's a real skill of yours.
1: Oh, the biggest compliment you both paid it to me actually over to, <laughs> over over the years. <laughs> yeah, no, it it is unbelievable. No, I do I. Do. Oh, Love a song. I've still listened to Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack, a.k.a. Queen, um, so I feel like I'm still stuck there, but give it a few minutes. Yeah, we all
2: need to move on. I can't stop, to be honest. No,
1: I really can't. But... What's after Mary
2: Poppins?
1: So, I don't know, I've got. I've, listened, I've watched two other, like, kind of, you know, awards season films. Um, mm. First being the favourite.
2: Yeah, I need to get to the cinema to watch it. What was it like? Because, um, what's that other one called? The Lobster? What is it called?
1: Yeah, The Lobster. Yeah, absolutely not, not what I signed up for. The director Yorgos has quite a distinctive directing style, according to Joe. So it was like he directed the Lobster, and I think they are quite subjective films. Like it's a real taste and a quiet um, taste. I really um, enjoyed it. it was, I loved it. I thought it was really, like, it was a really nice take on a period drama. It yeah, was, it was fun. It was fun and it was dark and it was very very dry. I've it's a very love hate film. I've spoken to some people that are like did not love
2: it yeah because I think the lobster because I think what you said is like it was a fun film whereas I don't think the lobster was fun I think the lobster was dark and whereas
1: I think you'd appreciate the favorite for like Olivia the, the characters yeah I mean, yeah, I mean so,
2: the cast is so strong The
1: they're all brilliant like Olivia Coleman is just this really like hilariously pathetic kind of flamboyant character that Us. you can't help <laughs> <laughs> pathetic that you just can't help but feel really charmed by and I
3: think but it was such a sad performance at the same time yeah. like she had she had lots of sides to her it was really interesting yeah but she... kind of probably the first time I've seen a character like that yeah if that makes sense just felt like a felt like a person yeah
1: like she felt really like despite all these different flaws like she felt very real and very like authentic and it didn't feel like she was just putting on this I don't know if it, it seemed like it was she was so well cast I just think it was amazing to
3: see a film fronted by three women where men were just not, not really a part of it, it you like, know. Yeah. And if they were, it was they were kind of like fairly frivolous and yeah, um, just yeah, not important at all because was, all the power was held by the women oh, in this show enormously. oh i
2: can't wait now because it was that period of time and i think we basically cashed in all our babysitting sitting checks over christmas and i was like mary poppins or the favorite it yeah it was just I mean, a very tricky. different film no i know and and then i didn't really want to choose between them but we only had like one babysitting chip really left yeah um,
1: i mean it's, i think it's very worth seeing mm-hmm. especially before like all the awards because then you can kind of be like i think they deserve to win because you I don't know. I like getting that context sometimes. Yeah. No.
2: I need. I need to watch it. I need to watch it.
1: Yeah. But I really, really enjoyed that. The other film I saw um, is Beautiful Boy, which I loved with Steve Carew and Timothy Chalamet.
2: Oh, I've not seen that. Have you not seen yeah. it? Like the trailer? <gasps> no. This is what I mean. I well, I have seen. I wanted to
1: go and see that again, but Mary Poppins won.
2: <laughs> I had one film, one film token, and I picked Mary Poppins. I feel it was oh, wasted.
1: Beautiful Boy is incredible. I'd seen posters and I'd heard like the soundtrack was really good and I was just like, Oh, that sounds good and then Joe's sister Molly was like, We should go and watch it and I kind of just was like,
4: to find out if it's right for you.
0: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: Yeah, let's go. I didn't really kind of think about it too much. I love Steve Carell. Love Timothy, like, both to the moon and back. And But it was such a beautifully active, quite harrowing performance at times. But basically, it's about a father in some relationship and the son is a meth addict. Um, and it's just about their relationship and his life. And it's set over quite a small period of time. Like, maybe... I like I mean you see snaps when they were he was a child but over maybe five or six years but it is just so captivating and it feels very real and it's based on a book so it's it's all real. It's based on um I can't remember the actual name of the guy it's based on, unfortunately. Um but it's all it's based on a real life story. So Oh I'll add
2: that one to the list. This time of year is is just the best. For oh, films. It's
1: so good. And I always sometimes if I don't see the ones that are really like well reviewed, I always regret it because then I'm like I feel like this time of year when it's like dark outside and miserable, it's such a nice time to go to the cinema and then almost see something and be part of this conversation, which is everyone's about films and they're like, oh, the Oscars, all the BAFTAs. Oh,
2: I miss, I I mean, obviously, I I don't wish for a time without June, but my friend said, you know, enjoy going to the cinema while you can. And I was like, seething when people say that, but it is... um, we we just used to go to cinema with the drop of a hat. Whereas now I think we're going to have to start going when she's at nursery, which feels a little bit indulgent.
1: Daytime yeah. cinema trips are the best, though. I've got two more films. Can I quickly? Yeah,
2: I've got one more after this.
1: Oh my god! So I finally watched Black Landsman. Oh yes. Yes. What oh, did you think? Film. Really, really enjoyed it. I I was really, I got really into it. I was on the plane, and do you know what? It's testament to this. I didn't fall asleep.
2: Well done. I mean, that is a testament to any film, even in the cinema. And I fell asleep during
1: and Mia 2 on the plane, so...
2: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I know. Not very loyal now, are you? I know, but I really enjoyed it. I like, It was just such a brilliant, brilliant story. Like, the cast are amazing, and John David Washington, who is the lead role in this, is exceptionally cool. It's such... Like you said when you touched on it before, I won't go over everything you've already said, because when you watched it before, you articulated it perfectly, but it's such an important film, so, like, just, like, there's so many elements that are very cool, like, just a really cool but very, very important film with a really, really important message. Again, it's another one based on a true story, so. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm. See, I didn't realise that. Yeah. This is why Carrie
2: should be here at all times. She can fact check for us. <laughs> but I just think the ending just, like, gives you, like, just a massive punch in the stomach. It's, like, it's 2019. How far have we come? Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know, it made me despair. Yeah quite a lot um another film actually just while it were kind of touching on race another film um that me and jack went to the cinema it came out on the first we had one like oh yeah you
1: said you did have. well no but it's february
2: now so our tokens are you know renewed yeah renewed um and we went to see uh, green book which is based loosely on a true story but i don't know i just feel now with that with cinema in general they they but you know people who make films know that a true story really kind of does well and it was said loosely based on a true story so um but there are pictures of the two characters at the end um, and the rest of their life so I, I don't know how much kind of creative um liability they've taken but it's based on a jazz pianist called Don Shirley and he basically um needs to tour the deep south and he's um a black musician but classical musician. Um and he needs a driver. He doesn't need any driver. He needs a driver who can get him through the deep south. This is in sorry, it's set in the nineteen sixties really safely. So he hires Ton t- sorry. He hires Tony Belonga, who is <laughs> <Tony>. <laughs> not a member of the mafia but kind of, you know, he could He's got the bristles and feathers. Yeah, if you yeah, to. he's he's a bouncer at the Copacabana. It's it's quite interesting, and um, it's about their relationship basically, and how different they are, but um, they're kind of common themes. But the Green Book, and I can't believe I've never heard of it before. But if you were black and you were traveling in the sixties, the Green Book was the places that you stayed. So the driver was white, so he stayed in separate accommodation. Sometimes they could stay in the same place, but it just um, the cover of the book says, you know, if you want to travel safely. Um, and it's just, it's wow. just unbelievable um, that that was not, not even that long ago. Um, and the pianist is classically trained, and I think he, his motivations for going on this tour, because the the guy who's driving him is like, why, why are you doing this? That like, you don't need to be doing this. Because he gets into a few scuffles here and there. And I think um, his mission was he just wanted to paint. Um, Stere- like break stereotypes down mm-hmm. basically and he also felt so re- removed from his culture um, it's a really great film and I really recommend watching it Um, that
1: sounds amazing it's yeah so... I, I
2: don't feel like I've explained it at all but I'm really trying not to give the plot line away and, but, and it's really yeah. really good but I feel
1: like with films especially the summer you can see a title and it can be so like you can either think oh I desperately want to see it or like no the green and book it just like it, so, it meant nothing it's so, to and me and that's the thing it, it, can be, it can be it's the untrained eye really ambiguous but when like that's the thing you you hear about the whole story and narrative behind it you're like God what, of course I want to watch it yeah and and
2: I think as well i um, hopefully me and Carrie um Carrie's going to talk about this but we're going to talk about um something that's been popular on Netflix recently and I just think it's nice to be telling other stories not retelling the same stories yeah um in fact let's talk about it now oh, and um, we can you, you've got one more film left after this and actually left. that's gonna because I know what film it is and quite frankly we need to finish on that otherwise we'll never finish and I want to talk about it a lot. Okay. But we were talking about the Ted Bundy um, tapes on Netflix. I mean if I wish there was a hide option on Netflix. Firstly, why are you suggesting it to me? Can we go through my feed and see that I've watched Never Been Kissed, Grace and Frankie, <laughs> all of Richard Curtis's films? Stop suggesting it. Um, but I think you made a really interesting point earlier, Carrie. You know, it's kind of hard to avoid at the moment, isn't it? Because obviously true crime is just
3: massive right mm. now and it's had so much success. I think after Serial, mm. the podcast, um, that kind of was the beginning of this, like, resurgence of true crime and now all of a sudden everyone's fascinated with Mm. it um so netflix are really really pushing it at the moment so many documentaries um and yeah this ted bundy one that just came out i just i just don't really get it i watched an episode and i thought you know what that's enough for me because Mm. i don't really need to hear from this guy yeah why are we giving him a platform no so it's an interesting one because he he Never really admitted to his murders right up until right at the end. Mm. His, um, the murders that he committed, and it's him talking kind of in third person about mm. the murders that he committed. Why are we giving this guy a platform?
2: Mm. To, I don't you know, I, I, I get it. About That's this. really strange. Like, surely, we've, we, I feel like we hear a lot from the same serial killers. Like, um, obviously, there's a Quentin Tarantino, um, Charles Manson film coming out and I just mm. why are we telling that story again like we know it we know the facts like this there was no new information yeah it's it's like heart it's a heartbreaking story mm. you know that um because I mean there's a lot of issues with that casting anyway it's, it's not a diverse cast um, and then Margot Robbie came out as Sharon Tate and I just think can we stop dredging this heartbreaking past up mm. of what happened to her and and it's just I, I have read quite a few things about how it's kind of quite race related because, you know, if if these serial killers were black, would we would we keep be talking about it? Like why are we glamorizing? Yeah, I was gonna say white glamorized. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's just and it's like...
3: happening a lot with Ted Bundy. There's there's a lot about him being this attractive, charismatic guy. Uh he's not that great looking. I mean, I think it's just in comparison to, say, uh, John Wayne Gacy, you know, who was this guy that literally dressed up as a clown. Yeah, okay, oh, cool. he's slightly
2: more attractive
3: than <laughs> yeah. than him, but it's, you know...
2: Yeah, like... Yeah, he preyed on the vulnerable, and I think yeah, even the he's judge... He's still a serial killer, guys. Like, hello? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never... I think it's interesting because you you like true crime and I I've, nev- do. I've never 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 liked it so I've actually wanted to speak to somebody who likes crime to see what likes crime. Well, I don't I, you don't I, like crime. I, <laughs> carry a, ba- a, a a base law. <laughs>
3: no, but it's a really interesting one because I'll listen to something. I like learning. I like mm. learning when I'm watching mm. these kind of things. And from that, I wasn't getting any new information, anything that wasn't already released, or you know, it's just. It's just giving him a platform to to talk and having some people talk about his potential and how great
1: he could have been. Yeah, oh, that was weird. The that's judge... so weirdly indulgent for someone that's just like you're a, you're a really bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why are you still being given that glory? Like whether it's secondhand glory or whatever it is, but you're still being given it. Yeah, and it's like... what
3: he wanted. <gasps> yeah, you know when he, when he was when he was recording with this guy. That's what this is. What he wanted. Mm.
2: So, and who's benefiting from this? Like who's profiting from this? Like who are net? I just. That's the
1: thing. It's like the he's most peculiar the thing. Here. Yeah. Is it, he still alive? I literally. No. I yeah, I, I, um, I and like, also no, I
3: to mention, you said that about the Manson documentary. There's also a Ted Bundy film coming out.
2: Like it's too much. Zach,
3: like, like Efron is playing Ted Bundy.
2: Yeah.
1: It, Come on, that.
2: That's what I meant about the Green <laughs> Book. It's like we're telling stories about people. Well, non-white people and like new, really, really people important who deserve stories. deserve their stories yeah. to
1: be told, and yeah. yet we're still telling the stories of these, like just white criminals. Yeah, and glorifying them, and it's like, but oh,
2: yeah. No, it really, it really gets me in the tears. I'm hot. Yeah. I'm hot talking about I it. I know your
1: friends literally left. It I know. Ahead. I know. I've
2: they've been sweeping it away <laughs> manically. Um, something that makes. Me hard to put in a different way. Do tell me about the last film that's on your list. Okay, the last film
1: marking the 40th minute of television talk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of this will be edited out, actually. So we're we're probably on 20 minutes. (laughs) I know.
1: Well, we've got to hope. I know. I did say there was a lot of TV, but. The last thing I finally watched is almost famous. My heart
2: is beating so fast. Oh
1: wow! Yeah, yeah. I'm emotional. Yeah, no one can believe it. It's like it's so up my street as well, which is it's quite shocking. It's beyond
2: up. Your, it is your street. It is it's my the street. street we live on. It's the
1: street that's signposted with a picket fence that says "Live Lives Here." Oh it's-
2: my god! So, but it's interesting because I first watched it when I was 14. And uh. The video shop was called Choices. I remember me and my like. But, like, me and my three friends went, and we got it, and then I rented that, and I rented it, and I rented it, and I rented it, and I was, like, back to get almost famous again. (laughs) Me. And then when I watched it, um, at some point with Jack, you know, when you're doing the whole favourite, like, these are my favourite films, I watched it back, and it it was incredible, but Jack pointed out a few things about, like, how the drug taking was very romantic, like, because they were smoking weed. Yeah.
4: And
2: and he, he, like, pointed out a few things, and I was like, how? dare you how and, and then i was like oh he kind of has a point it didn't ruin it for me but yeah. i just wonder like looking at it now because it is quite a few years old I feel, how you felt i feel
1: like in a way i saw i watched it with like a bias because do you know someone everyone's like you're gonna love this film uh. so you kind of watch it without i wasn't watching it from a cynical point of view in any stretch of the imagination i was watching it because of russell oh russell <gasps> hammond so disappointingly he doesn't
2: look like that in real life i did
1: google him and i was like, i mean he's he's aged beautifully like but you know when,
2: like, somebody just plays a character
1: so well. And you're like, well. I like you. I felt like, you are better as your character. Yeah. Stay as your character. Like, yes. I was just like, you look like George Harrison. And I was on this plane and I was like...
2: Russell Hammond. Russell
1: Hammond. Oh, and I was on my way to LA and I was like, do you reckon... Do you reckon Russell Hammonds just like walking? imagine? Oh, but and I really loved it. Like the soundtrack, the soundtrack. Like just it was a very. I'm just
2: gonna keep repeating everything you said.
1: <laughs> the outfit, the, the outfit. Oh, just it was so cool. So and... you know me
2: and my me and my best friend. We what uh, we drove to Norway, and on the way we went to Amsterdam. I feel like I say it's a talk about a Norway trip a lot, but um, so we're in a vintage shop, and me and my friend are quite competitive when it comes to shopping, and I took my eye off the ball for 0.2 seconds. And she found the Penny Lane, you know, the um, Hungarian embroidered blouse. But hers is on, like, a see-through silk. And my friend found it. And I, I'm not kidding. I turned around and her hand went on the hanger just before mine. And then she bought it. And She's still oh. got it. Yeah. Good. Well,
4: okay. least she's least lived she
2: in Australia it. now. It's fine. At I'm least she's still it. got it. Yeah. At least it's not like she's like, but, oh, I donated um... it
1: to... Yeah, but, you
2: know. <laughs> There's an outfit she wears and sorry if you've not watched it but I'm going to ruin it for you and, and Russell's wife turns up and then they ignore her in the bar oh, and the yes. outfit she wears in that, the, the like, so it's like a peacock blue and then the embroidered yeah. boots. Like, it's just... It's just really cool. Oh, and then William, like, goes oh. to see her and then Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's plays and oh my God, oh. the film. I can act that out for you word for word if you'd like to. I would me love to. that. Maybe
1: that'll be next week's episode. <laughs> 40 minutes of us just, like, scripting. i Russell.
2: Oh, and when Tiny Dancer, so just the whole thing. Oh, like... I... How good is... Um, sorry, sorry. I, I knew I wasn't gonna let you talk. Um, William's mum... What is it, oh where, my God. where Frances is? Oh she's
1: so she's really good. She's really like I when I've like and even Zoe De Chanel in it. I know there's I was so, like th- there's I was some like, stars in like, that. No one told me about this. It's um So that's quite shouty. Sorry if I just um
2: No, that that, ever was, since she mentioned Almost Famous, it's been quite shouty and I knew it was gonna be like that. But I, I had the soundtrack and I've just I just it's Oh, it a, means everything to me. It's a it's a real I'm really glad I watched it. Carrie, have you got any thoughts on Miss Famous?
3: I haven't seen it since I was that age. To be oh, honest. Really? i really? re rewatch. Do rewatch.
2: So it's... it's been a while. I'll reenact it for you. Yeah, why not? Later on. Af- yeah. after what is it, flirty
1: dancing? Yeah, flirty dancing. Could be a late night. So that's quite a lot of telly talk. It is a lot of telly talk. I think we should move on to shopping. Should we do that? I've not done an awful lot of shopping, which sounds really boring. You always
2: start off like this, and then once we're on picking, yeah, it, no, you're
1: absolutely like, right. I've not no, shopped a lot. It's
2: by the way, it's tax
1: return season, so you yeah. know a lot of saving.
2: Well, yeah, I've been shopping on on hiring my accountant, if that's the.
1: A... <gasps> I did buy something. didn't There we I? go.
2: See, didn't take long. What I did. did you
1: buy? Because oh, I don't think I've mentioned it. Oh, the
2: sale dress. Oh, tell everyone oh. about that.
1: It is a dress it is, it is a dress um, it's by Regina Pio, Pio. I, I never quite pronounce it right um, don't,
2: don't look at don't look at me
1: anyone um and it I, I saw it when I went to her pop up shop and the full price of it is like with an eye-watering £695 yeah. which I think unless you've got like your wedding or like a really 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 special occasion I, I was like, that is not in one stretch. Yeah, that's, budget. That, that's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, it, like, that's something you'd pay for, like, maybe a designer bag or something you'd wear every day. Hmm. Um, so, anyway, loved it, forgot about it. So, then you sent me a length Harvey Nichols sale, and it was there, winking at me um still expensive still 195 pounds yeah but, but that
2: is a reduction
1: but that was like it's still on the site full price that's yeah, that's what i feel saying. like that
2: was a flick well, what i was doing i was in the mood to shop and <laughs> like the sales had got me and i think it was the first week of january even like the last week in december and i was like i want to shop like i just want to shop so i was like looking on my blog shop couldn't see anything checked all my saved stuff um and then I went on your blog shop and I was like, Well, that's nice, it's not for me. And then I was like, Liv, it's
1: it's on sale. It's on sale. And I have got an occasion to wear it now.
2: And then I ended up buying two flights to LA. I mean <laughs> it is for it is for our honeymoon. But it was just that, d- that
1: made it sound like it was our honeymoon.
2: <laughs> yeah, mine and Liv's. We're not going with Joe and Jack. We're going with each other.
1: Um, but yeah, no, I think that that, that was a dress purchase but it's oh, beautiful it's, it's really beautiful what color is it which is like, like a, a very very pale pink um kind of more like peachy than yeah. kind of dusty but um it's got these amazing like almost uh, organza organza, yeah. organza sleeves that are really like um dramatic really dramatic um they're, they're just big and kind of coming at the wrist and then come out again and all sorts <laughs> of surprises and the whole the actual dress itself is quite simple it's like a pink kind of I can't think it's a fabric. I can't
2: quite. It is, yeah, but it's always like a cotton. Cottony linen. Yeah. Kind
1: of like, it's very.
2: But it's quite tailored, like more tailored, and then it just has this like shoulder and like. Like
1: really sheer bit across the collar, and it's no, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I'm very excited to wear it. And where are you going to wear that, Liz? Oh, well, I'm going to the BAFTAs.
2: I can't wait to hear all about that. Which is shocking
1: because I have absolutely no involvement in. Film or television or anything You're a accolade. consumer of it. Uh, well, judging by 50 <laughs> minutes, whittering on about it, yeah, but it's very, it's, you know, very lucky to be going. But um, So you
2: did buy one thing. I
1: did buy one anything thing. Anything else? Yes. Oh, look, there she goes. There she goes. What <laughs> else? I bought another dress um, from Steen Goya. Goya? Oh, yeah. I'm
2: oh, um, glad you pronounced that because I bought something from them next.
1: And um, as a blue kind of smocked. Um, this is—it's been quite an indulgent clothes. Normally, I wouldn't. No, buy. but this
2: is December and January, and these the whole
1: are, of. And these are clothes for occasions, mm. which I to have. Um, and it's like a blue. I can't even describe the fabric because it's like metallic, but almost like it could be. It looks like it. it should feel like a vintage metallic shirt. If that makes sense, like almost foiled. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's beautiful. It's like smocked, and it's got um like like a tiered smock dress essentially, but it's mini. Is it just above the knee? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see that, because it
2: looks like silk on the picture, but I didn't it's... pick up the metallic.
1: Yeah, and it's really beautiful, and it's really, like, for a smock dress, is really quite flattering. Yeah, Not that, um... you're going to get
2: a lot of wear out of that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. I actually um, bought one of their skirts, the same brand, Stein... What do you say? Stein Goya. I say Steen, but I just don't Steen know. Or Steen
1: I say stein, but I, I mean, please help.
2: Well, it's, it's spelled <laughs> S-T-I-N-E and then... The second word is G-O-Y-A, and I got one of their skirts, which I didn't know I wanted to buy, but I went to a shop in Bath, and I saw it in the flesh, and it just made me so happy. It's like this daisy print, oh, it's 60s really nice. fabric, and there's like a panel of orange daisies, a pa- panel of yellow, and what really sold it to me, it has an elasticated waist, and it has pockets, but the elasticated waist, I was like, when was the last time you saw anything with an elasticated waist? Probably in American apparel. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's actually much more flattering than probably anything I ever wore from American apparel. But I just thought I can wear it now with boots and I can see myself wearing it loads over the summer. Sorted. Um, and I don't often do an impulse purchase of that price because it was it, it was £160. It was quite a lot, but already I've worn it three times and I think that's at least once a week since I got it. So we'll see. I might, I might start marking price per wear. Somebody said that, that you put tags on your hangers and you can actually just like mark each time you wear it and then I struggle you... to put my clothes back in my wardrobe
3: <laughs> well, tag on them, that, that would happen
1: maybe yeah. you just don't take the tag off and then just put a sticker on it <laughs> too much work yeah it is a lot of work
2: I, I like it in principle and um, the other thing that I bought I'm just trying to have a look oh and um, a sale purchase you know when you've had your eye on something for ages oh the best um, and then they go in the sale and you're like yeah, you're for me. Um, and it was the blue suede office boots that we've oh, spoken about before. Oh,
1: they're nice. Yeah, they
2: went in the sale and I was like, I can justify buying a baby blue suede pair very of boots. Cool. They're
1: Torvald and Dean to a tee. They,
2: are, they look like ice skates, Yeah, don't you need they? some like
1: sparkly um, tights.
2: And me and Liv are going somewhere quite fancy next week, oh, um, yeah. which we'll tell you about next week. Um, so I thought they would go really nicely with um, a blue Rixo dress that I bought. With a um, it, it arrived today and I'm in London until tomorrow. So whether I keep that, to be continued yeah um but i've i've i mean that is quite a lot but i have really avoided the sales i've been really really good um and i've just been wearing a lot of what's in my wardrobe and just really trying to think about what i actually need versus what i want for for the up and coming season
1: yeah which actually kind of reminds me of st Pandora sykes said which was about buying vintage first designer second or investing second mm. and high street third if
2: she wants something that's how she kind of does that's the hierarchy. yeah if she really
1: wants something that's the hierarchy which i think is interesting i think obviously price is a huge factor there because investing is ex- like mm. it's not in everyone's budget certainly not in my budget every month if i want something
2: yeah but, and i think um i've had a few conversations i can't even remember who you're with now but vintage first is a really nice idea but again for certain shapes and sizes, for example, yeah. I love vintage, but I have noticed since I am bigger than I used to be, vintage I have I have to really I have to really really hunt for vintage sizes. Yeah, that's and the
1: thing. Sizes. I think it's a really nice thing yeah. in theory, but, but I um, think there's many factors that.
2: But I think for me, maybe I would swap that and say eBay first. Yeah, because I've you know, as I keep saying, I'm really into eBay. Mm. Um. Actually, have I mentioned my new eBay shoes? No, I don't know if I have. I think you have mentioned your eBay shoes? <laughs> no, I've not. They're, they're not. They're not eBay brand, but um, they're completely impractical for winter. But because I've had quite a lot of TV time, sometimes if something's not gripping my attention, the old phone comes out, and then I, I start searching on eBay. And um, one of the things I found was uh, loffler,
1: loffler Randall, um, the. I love how that sounds when you say sandal afterwards, like a loffler Randall sandal. <laughs> Good, <laughs> they, they should get me to the a brand
2: ambassador definitely and um, but i've been after these red suede frilled people call them like pencil shavings but they're a slip-on mule with a two-inch block heel, which is my dream heel um and i've been searching for them and they were about 230 pounds full price and i couldn't justify it and then they went in the sale at very missed them and then i found them on ebay for 70 pounds so brand new buy it now it, oh, buy it now! Yeah, I was so happy. So a lot more eBaying.
1: Yeah, I um, think you're gonna convert a lot of us. Yeah, know.
2: no, no, back off, everyone. <laughs> eBay's mind.
1: I'm gonna be like, did you see? Yeah, shut up. Yeah,
2: we haven't got the same shoe size. It's fine.
1: What size are your feet?
2: Seven and a half.
1: Okay, we're fine. Yeah,
2: pregnancy, pregnancy added half a size. Stop. Well, actually, yeah.
1: Is that a thing? Your feet get bigger when you're pregnant. Yeah, my
2: fingers got bigger.
1: Everything um, got bigger. Fingers, I understand, but feet.
2: Yeah, feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> you're like. Uh-huh. yeah no it's i shouldn't I shouldn't talk about it. It's like the un the unspoken law that you don't talk about anything bad about pregnancy or childbirth <laughs> to people that haven't had children.
1: It's, no, I, I mean...
2: It is the long Can't wait. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. I recommend it to everybody.
1: <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, it.
2: My hair, yeah, my hair definitely didn't fall out after I had June. But no, it's fine.
1: I mean, you did have two fringes. You really <laughs> couldn't afford to let one
2: go. I did have two fringes at one point.
1: Yeah, so like I mean, my bit of baby hair. So Who did you say you looked like the other day when your fringe was particularly short? So it's not short anymore.
2: But... Oh, I don't know, but that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> so what? I did look
2: like Fryer Tuck. <laughs> So basically, what happened was I was really yeah, was hysteric. wanting like a new a new year new me look. So I went to my mum's house. Lives lost it at this point. I went to my mum's house. I was like, Mum, can you cut my fringe really short, like above my eyebrows short? And mum was like, Are you sure? Are you really sure? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, Mum, do it. She did it, and I was like, I hate it. <laughs> Honestly.
1: It was just, just when I saw you on Skype, you had your hair up, and all I could see was a fringe.
2: It was so severe. <laughs> and you were like- it was so severe.
1: <laughs> I just like I don't like Fryer Tuck and I just you are like, You're laughing laughing because it's true and I was like <laughs> I was like, I couldn't
2: stop. Thanks, friend. But yeah, my mum's face, she was like Are you sure? Are you Your sure? fringe is going very
1: quickly though, No, I know. Thinking yeah. about it that. looks
2: much better. And also I've just I have decided I don't want to have such a long fringe because I've looked back on pictures and you can't see my eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to have
1: to burn I head a fringe when I first time around when when
2: it was called the fringe of it
1: yeah no no before that fringe number number one i had to bend it so much underneath sometimes it was like literally having like a 50s like underpin because my fringe was so long
2: yeah that was kind of like instead of a fringe trim you just keep curling curling it under to the
1: point where you're like i can't stop
2: (laughs) oh wow fringes why do we do it to ourselves i
1: know
2: i know i guess admin at this point um uh, liv and i got my grandma right there didn't I um have mapped out the series and we are going to take breaks this year around both of our weddings yes so we won't be doing kind of um we'll still be doing seasons just because I think both of us underestimated that we do need a bit of a break every now and again yeah so obviously we're not just doing the podcast both got blogs and newsletters and Liz has got the insecure girls club I have a small girl i don't know if she's insecure i hope not she's she's under 2 so um so yeah we'll be taking um Breaks just before this wedding, and then coming back after a honeymoon. This is in in like May. We don't. Need to yeah, we've got loads of time.
1: There will be guests this series, and we've got lots of lovely things planned. Lots of lovely chats.
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Carrie, have you got any closing notes?
3: You
1: know, do I count guess. as a guest. Yeah. I well, guess so. kind of. I feel like there was if,
2: no there was no
3: real introduction. No, there no. wasn't. You
2: just turned up, didn't you? And also, I kind of feel like if if people knew that we had Carrie on. Um, They'd probably want us to ask us some actual questions. Yeah, don't no. worry about We've it. We've done you
1: such a disservice here. But yeah. It was wonderful. Having but if you it. want to check, back Car- back.
2: if you want to check Carrie out, uh, check her out on Instagram. She is wish wish wish.
1: Yeah. or oh, as my nan, like Squee wish wish. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just just the two. Just
1: wish wish. <laughs> I always yeah. wish wish. Yeah. yeah, hell's wish wish. <laughs> um, but
2: thanks, Carrie. Carrie helped right. us uh, motivate, done a bit of fact checking, and found the volume button on the microphone.
1: Yeah.
2: So we appreciate you having it, um, you being here. Yeah,
1: tech girl. Um yeah, and that, I think that's that's a wrap for today. We have got another one coming next week which will be about what we're gonna have a wedding chat.
2: Yeah. Um so yeah, next week's podcast is going to be all about weddings because live and I, the one thing we've had the most intense WhatsApp conversations during last year was both about weddings, isn't it? We've had a few meltdowns here and there. Oh, yeah. So I think that we, it'd just be really good to share that process. But if you've got any questions, send them to the fringe of it at gmail.com. Obviously, there's the Facebook group which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. And you can it. find us on Twitter, but honestly, we're not that good on Twitter, are yeah. we? We
1: aim to be better this year. Yeah, hopefully. yeah.
2: Harry's given us a talking to. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Um, so thanks for listening.
1: Have a great week. Happy 2019.
2: Yeah, finally. It's yeah. February. We're sorry. We're back. We're back. A little bit rusty. We promised to be better. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.